Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Numbers podcast, a podcast where we take games, news, gaming news and tech news and turn it over its head because we like to do that. My name is Aman and I am Neelak and this week did we have a lot to do? We really didn't, did we? In general it was like, a sort of a very holidayish week for us. We didn't play a lot of games, we didn't see a lot of news that we'll well express our well, thoughts upon we did play a lot of games but just we just played the same things we do all the time well yes there wasn't a lot of I, mix up this week yeah i was very um happy that i could get all my friends into playing age of empires 2 which i recommend for everyone what you lost uh, there was we got you into playing dota so i mean that's a fair trade for us that that's a pretty fair trade honestly it's thousands of hours lost of our lives either way on both sides Ha huh, eventually at least <laughs> but yes clearly as a result we don't have a lot of tech news as such but i think there's just one major thing which is the steam sale dropped today which dropped like literally 15 minutes a before we started recording yeah and yeah like what games are you looking forward to this this time around oh well there are like literally two games that i'm looking forward to because the rest mm-hmm. of them i bought in the previous sale well It was not too long ago. Not honestly. too long ago, right? Yeah. So one of the games which I'm really looking forward to is Stardew Valley, right? Because we we've mm-hmm. spoken on this before. Stardew Valley today, in fact, got its latest well content update, which is a huge content update, really. It adds a bunch of new quests. It adds local multiplayer. It adds new NPCs. It adds a new map with an interesting new mechanic, and a bunch of interesting stuff, which well, concerned Ape is really. well being praised for so that is something i'm looking to check out it makes out. sense the the game is a one time buy and all the updates are free yeah fun and fact so concerned ape more than made more than 30 million dollars on that game alone and he's mm-hmm. still giving out free updates when did this game come out uh you're actually catching me off guard let me just look it up real quick well that's my job buddy while he looks that up which uh he will I'm just going to give you a quick update on what you should be buying as well which is Age of Empires 2 went on sale again I can't sell that game enough um and yeah a bunch most of the games that were on sale the last time are on sale again I don't see a lot of new games on sale so if you missed the last sale which was in early December now is a great time to buy some new games also the epic store also got like basically a free for all sale at this point mhm so yeah Also Epic is also doing a lot of the daily free games like yesterday they gave away gave away Alien Isolation which is again a very good game in and of itself. Today they gave away Metro 2033 mhm which is it's a game that I wanted to play on my Xbox but I never ever found a disc for it like back in the Xbox 360 days mhm and I'm really glad to have it now just for the nostalgia value so that's something. Fun fact Metro 2033 uh-huh. was given away on Steam a long time back. because i really? have it on my steam library and i don't remember paying for it damn does steam give away games that often so steam usually very often like it hasn't happened in the past year or so but it used to have a lot of well claim the game and you keep it forever yeah, type yeah, yeah. of deals like what epic I think the, does the last time it happened was with tomb raider which was in april because i remember getting tomb raider for free so yeah also coming back to stardew valley it was launched yes. in february of 2016 which is more than 4 years back almost 5 years old yeah. at this point damn that's very good support for that matter mm-hmm. and i don't think it has like a microtransaction or any kind of monetization model despite like outside of just buying the game does no it no monetization model it's a single player game or a co-op game so there's not really a lot of place where you can have monetization damn it's it's quite rare to see that in games these days it's more so the indie developers well peaking our interest right yeah yeah that's true anyway another indie developer to talk about is well their game is hades so hades is on the list of a lot of the uh, outlets game of the year and very deservedly mm-hmm. so it is a roguelike like none other which in like uh how do i put this it really incentivizes you to change your playstyle right which is very interesting and i haven't really seen a lot of roguelikes do that yeah i have 
I have played very few roguelike games I think mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a game I'll really enjoy playing because it looks very interesting even the art I find the art style in especially very cool art style for sure is very cool and also the setting of it is also very cool the greek yeah. setting I have played a lot of Zeus Master of Olympus in my time so I think I'll enjoy this you know like looking at this pictures gives gives me a very like very very old game vibes you know how the games the early 2000s used mm-hmm. to be and i really like that effect i i have a i haven't played it yet but i have a feeling it's going to be a very it's going to feel modern but also have that oldish art style to it mm-hmm. so yeah i'm going to buy this for sure well it is definitely on sale currently so be sure to do check it out yep and i think that's for the most part our picks for this sale we don't have a lot of picks this time because we bought all the games we wanted to on the last sale mm-hmm. but let's face it by the time the sale is over we'll have bought over 5 games and we'll for talk sure. about those as well <laughs> definitely late stage capitalism and its uh, habit for creating need out of nowhere ha huh. it is marketing in a nutshell so i have an idea for covering the next 20 minutes of this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 somehow we will make it so i went on and looked up a few websites to find the biggest games to launch in 2021 and how about i tell you the names of these games and i'm pretty sure you've heard of most of these games through launch events mm-hmm. and you tell me if you're looking forward to them or not and whether you would buy these games or pirate them or just not play them mm-hmm. sure, these are obviously like the biggest mainstream games and i'll also give you my thoughts on it i guess what do you mean uh, i won't be pirating any games ha huh? Hmm. It's not like you haven't bo- haven't pirated any games in the past. So, moving on to the first game on your <laughs> list. So, the first game on my list and this is not in order at all. This is just some random list some guy made on GameSpot. Mm-hmm. First game, Deathloop. This actually seems like a very interesting game. So, for the longest time I was confused. I was actually mixing up this game and another game. Mhm. uh i don't know if you remember or not aman when you were looking at the trailer in the, yeah, in the yeah, yeah. last time i think you were confusing outer worlds and deathloop not outer worlds we were confusing the game in which you keep repeating that stay, same part of oh, the right, game oh right 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't remember its name either but yeah deathloop was not exactly that yeah so deathloop looks very interesting i really love the art style and i well that is all that i found interesting if i'm being very honest I found the gameplay trailer very crunchy like it was just cut after cut after cut of really good gameplay mm-hmm. and the way it was just messaged was very fun Tell me about f- the game what is the game like as in is it an action RPG It does look like one to me I don't think there's a lot of information it's a first person shooter mm-hmm. that's one thing I found from it mm-hmm. and uh, it's very sort of like you kind of uh, go back in time there's a lot of time travel in the terms of like you go back 30 seconds to review an action or do something again mm-hmm. and i found that thing really cool it's not quite like the one other game that we were talking about mm-hmm. and i think we're confusing our audience really a lot Probably by not are. telling the name of the other game but there's another game regarding time travel but it's not this game it's not deathloop but deathloop also does say things very similarly Yeah, but that one's a, a more match-oriented thing. This is a yeah. storyline. That one is a game. PvP game. This one is a, I guess, a PVE game. Yeah, and uh, this is made by Bethesda, and Bethesda has had its like ups and downs with Fallout and Elder Scrolls and uh, all of that. So, my thing is, I loved a few Fallout games. I hated some others. I want to love this game a lot, but we'll only find out on launch if we're gonna like this. So, I'm gonna wait until launch until I say any further about this. Mm-hmm. like to be really honest i want to say a lot and i want to love this game but that was that was also how i felt with fallout 76 <laughs> well like the trailer looked absolutely bonkers and then yeah the launch not really <laughs> so Indeed. yeah that's this launch is may 21st 2021 so it's quite a while away like 6 mm-hmm. months at least but it's okay what makes i'll read out one sentence from um what the website says what makes this even more complicated is that you have an assassin on your tail as well played by another player or ai looking to stop you it looks like a mix of hitman and dishonored while also adding in the conceit of a time travel murder mystery sounds interesting 
it sounds very interesting it sounds like a single player story based game which mm-hmm. fun definitely something i'll want to check out though yep and off we move to the next dying light 2 Okay so I played Dying Light 1 a lot and it was mm-hmm. it's still one of my very favored games right it's I love the parkour of the game well I love the mm-hmm. parkour and the fact that it's a looter game yeah. I am a big sucker for looters so I really liked Dying Light 1 I went I visited the game back for the the following update that it had and I really loved that as well I mm-hmm. got a bunch of friends into it and I'm really looking forward to Dying Light 2 uh when does it launch again it says nothing to be decided 2021 yeah right so it was supposed to launch this year yeah actually you know and then it got delayed so we do actually, really don't know when it's going to launch yeah so it was uh, we saw some gameplay footage in E3 2019 mm-hmm. but it got delayed and hopefully we'll see more footage and the hopefully the game in 2021 mm-hmm. it got delayed because of the pandemic so i'm guessing that a year like i don't think it'll be set back more than a year let's hope not so yeah let's hope for that and what i liked about dying light was the basic concept of the fact that if there are too many zombies in the area you have to learn to run and do parkour like it is a part of the mechanic you just can't shoot through everything yeah that is actually a very interesting point yeah like i find that very fun because most zombie games otherwise are kind of in the sense that if you have enough ammo you can shoot through everything here mm-hmm. it's kind of like you will get tired and you will not be able to shoot after a while and that is interesting if nothing else mm-hmm. so okay let's next game on the list elden ring yeah this is another very interesting game mm-hmm. that has caught my eye so we had saw the, seen the trailer of this way back in i think e3 i don't really remember but it definitely was a very interesting trailer because it looked a lot like uh elder scrolls right it looked very similar to skyrim and everybody thought it was the second coming of second coming of skyrim mhm so ever since that happened like uh this game is by uh, from software by the way and from software is the company who made dark souls demon souls yep all those and so we are expecting a very similar type of fighting style although it looks to be very interesting because it the the world is made by George R R Martin who again is the novelist of game of thrones game of right? thrones so well, this might have a lot of overlap with the series but is definitely going to be interesting to check out um what i find kind of thumbs in the middle with uh, george r r martin is uh, he did kind of leave game of thrones in the middle i just hope he doesn't do the same thing with like this game although there's a lot to be uh said about the the world building that game of thrones did yeah more so weren't the books very well written uh they are i have haven't read all of the books i haven't watched game of thrones either but i, uh, I have seen enough memes to know that game of thrones last season was kind of bad uh, although i think if george r r martin is just uh handling the storyline no. of it he won't do any i mean it won't be as big of a disappointment as game of thrones was because i feel again there's the difference of the whole episodes and as in the tv series versus the books the books were much better off than the tv series itself was so that could be due to budgeting issues or timing issues uh, or i don't think it was right? because of budgeting issues george r r martin kind of like screws up with his fans by changing how the book and the or tv shows went like he wrote the tv shows as well and he wrote them slightly differently just to make sure that people who have the books can't harp over the people who are watching the tv show with spoilers it was like really a thing so um i am very happy about the fact that george r r martin is writing lore for a video game because his world building is pretty much next to none it's say what you want about game of thrones but most people still love it because of the fact that it built a world so detailed so like well done even in the writing the internal monologues of the characters were so nicely done and so easy to read i've read only the first book but like it was really intense and if that's something uh, you can reproduce on a video game that'll be fun to watch interesting oh okay, i have one question mm-hmm. so how do how do you think game the world of game of thrones stands up to uh an epic world like lord of the rings does i think it's comparing two different beasts here and i am not an expert on either of those beasts 
I haven't, sadly enough, I've only read The Lord of the Rings, not watched it. And I'm kind of sad about that. And I didn't want to ever say that out loud in public. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And secondly, I haven't watched Game of Thrones because I just never found the time for it. I have read the first book. And what I find is um, Lord of the Rings is the kind of place, kind of thing where it has sort of aged. Like the fact that Game of Thrones feels very modern in the sense that Game of Thrones feels just larger than life because of the production quality of the shows and because of the fact that it's just easier to con like convert writing into a real world in on screen than today than it was 20 years ago. Like it kind of gives both these series a different kind of vibe. Like, yeah, that's, that's what it is to me. And I feel like they're both like beasts of their own. I don't think it's very easy to compare them. Makes sense. So that's it for Elden Ring. Uh, another important, like interesting thing I'd like to point out is that this was slated to release on Windows, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So for sure it's going to launch on the next in consoles as well. But there might be a delay. There might not be. This is still very much. This was like revealed in rocks. what, 2018? Or twenty nineteen, I, I guess. Think so I think it was really uh, revealed in twenty nineteen, if not twenty twenty itself. Hmm. I am actually not sure at all. Mm-hmm. The initial fine. release date was twenty twenty, and it did get delayed. Yeah, that it did. Anyway, that's fine. We can move on to the next game. So the next one, and this is like, yeah, the scrolls that just got older and older. Until you have to call them Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Six. Yes, Elder Scrolls 6. Holy shit, that's a big beast, huh? Well, yeah. I am definitely looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. How many we... times have you played Skyrim? Oh, let's not go there. <laughs> I knew that. So I was introduced to gaming. As mm-hmm. a very fun fact. I was introduced to gaming by a very close friend via Skyrim. He used to Just play to be clear, the... is the close friend Skyrim? Well, so he used to play it on his Alienware and oh, okay. the one thing which really intrigued me was the dragons and the, how free everything was. So that is how I got, how I got into gaming more so mm-hmm. and I have played it a bunch of times and I have sunk a good bunch of hours into it. So I'm definitely looking forward to this and well, we really don't know anything about it yet. So, okay. E3 2018 was it was first when was when it was first revealed Elder mm-hmm. Scrolls 6 and it was literally just a screen that said Elder Scrolls 6 on the sky and nothing mm-hmm. else. I remember that launch very well because Elder Scrolls 6 is so far away at, at least it was at the time that they really made a meme about it that Elder Scrolls is now on your Alexa. Yeah. Like I remember the sketch video where they where this guy is talking to his Alexa and the Alexa is leading you through a text-based adventure basically in the world of Skyrim and his wife is just coming in at him and looking at him like he's crazy and I totally agree but it was just a thing where every year Todd Howard would come forward and say that we are launching another game it's not Elder Scrolls and yeah so E3 2018 was when it was launched uh, when it was when it was announced or revealed since then we have heard nothing about it Next year, we might. So This is still a very theoretical. I mean, yeah, we literally like, don't know anything about it. I've put it in this list because I like I've this guy has put it in his list because he's hopeful. And I have said it out loud because I am very hopeful. We are all very hopeful. Let's be real. We really want to see more tidbits about the game. Be it three years away from launch. I just want to know more about it. Yeah, that's for sure. Then we go Everwild. And this is not a game that I had heard about before. So, Everwild is an indie game, which is from a British studio called Rare. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, it looks like a very, it looks like a very Breath of the Wildest game in which there is a lot of beautiful creatures you can tame and grow up with. We really don't know what the uh, gameplay type is going to be. And it's still, again, we don't really know much about it. We know that it's being published by Xbox Game Studios, so it will probably come free on Game Pass someday or the other. Okay, I remember Everwild was that one game that was launched in, uh, that was announced on the Xbox event, right? The one that just had, like, farming and hanging around with animals and that stuff. 
I don't remember farming, but hanging out around with animals in a very densely populated world. Yes. yes. And it was sort of like I went online and then we looked for it and we realized that they had, all they had made was that trailer and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because my question with that game was, what do you do in that game? Like you tame wild creatures. It will be definitely interesting. So we, as I said, we really don't know what's going on with that game yet. It didn't exactly say much because I remember seeing this, but I kind of have like hopes from Rare Studios. Rare Studios mm-hmm. used to be like really huge back in the day, like when they used to make like retro games. So, and they mm-hmm. even like rebooted all of that in a single pack called Rare Replay. And they also made Sea of Thieves. It's definitely going to be very interesting and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I... I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure if I if it's my kind of game. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting. I'm also the guy who plays Age of Empires and farms for all day, but like I don't know. Well, the next game. Next game, and this is my my top of the list pretty much. Fable. Hmm, I don't really have any thoughts on this because I have yet to play the rest of the games. Mhm. So Okay, well. Do take it up, yeah. I will, although I might look into buying it. Aman is trying to get me into playing. Fable 1, 2, and 3, you have to play them. Yeah, and if I. When I do play them, if I am interested in getting this game, I will definitely look into it. Mm -hmm. But until then, it's yours. So, Fable was one of those early games that was a Microsoft exclusive. And I say that Mm -hmm. because there is only. There's only three Microsoft exclusives that I know in terms of CDs. That I was really interested in as a kid. One, Halo. Because it was like the talisman of all Xbox gaming. Second Mm -hmm. was Alan Wake. Because I found it really interesting. And third was Fable. I bought Fable first off in early 2011. And I played the whole... I bought Fable 3. Which was supposed to be the flop game of the three games. And Mm -hmm. I played the shit out of that game. Because it was so nice. It was my first foray into games that basically had actions the actions have consequences concept mm-hmm. and i think that's a that's a concept that you get more accustomed to in other games that i haven't played more popular games but this was my first foray into that kind of game where your appearance how evil or uh, your appearance also depends on the kind of actions you have so if you're very evil you're going to start looking uglier because you because the game is based on the fact that you are a construct made out of the people's perception of you so if you are evil, you kind of look ugly because people think you're ugly, which is, yeah. And so when this was announced last few months ago, I was blown away. And I said this before on the podcast, this is uh, going to be launched by Playground Games, which is a spin-off of Microsoft Studios. And they also made the Forza Horizon games. My only doubt with this game is if they're going to make this a online only MMORPG that's going to take away the soul of the game but they have mm-hmm. said that it's going to be like it's going to have a it is going to have a strong story so i'm hoping that it does something like that and mm-hmm. yeah i'm just really happy that the series is alive and kicking and doing something mm-hmm. and yeah i hope i really really hope that we get either more news or the game in 2021 well, since we are on the topic of Xbox Game Studios and we just transitioned from Elder Scrolls, mm-hmm. I'd like to bring up a game. I don't know if you remember about it or not. It just clicked. Okay. I just remembered it and the game okay. is called Avowed. Ooh. Do you remember I'll, this game, Amar? I remember about it. Uh, it is by Obsidian, right? It is by Obsidian indeed. And so basically, to, to explain more about this game, I need to get more into what Obsidian Entertainment is. Uh So, Obsidian Entertainment as a group are the people who used to work on Bethesda in their Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim and Fallout 3 days, who then branched off and then created their own studio called Obsidian Entertainment. Wasn't their claim to fame Fallout New Vegas? It was and then succeeded by Outer Outer Wilds. Outer Outer Worlds. Worlds. That was was like the recent one. Yes. So, these were the two big games and... So, and Avowed is again very much into the Elder Scrolls universe. Like, not the universe, but it is very much similar to Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you do look at the gameplay, you'll see a lot of similarity with, well, 
run uh, of the mill skyrim gameplay mm-hmm. so i'm really looking forward to it i really hope they turn it around in a good way because knowing how bethesda is currently if i'm being very genuine i'm not very hopeful for how elder scrolls 6 might turn out anytime soon sure, whereas avowed on the other hand is definitely something i'm looking forward to see what i find is we could honestly just do a whole other podcast on the number of games since skyrim that have been like skyrim or try to emulate what skyrim did mm-hmm. and avowed looks like a very cool concept and secondly the fact that uh it's the same it's sort of the same people who worked on skyrim mm-hmm. uh makes me hopeful about the fact that obsidian can sort of like i don't think it was like a very bad breakaway because they're still mm-hmm. part of the xbox game studios mm-hmm. but i feel like it's a different team altogether and sometimes having a fresh set of hands especially in the case of bethesda games does kind of make mm-hmm. it better so i don't know could be could be nice So again just to add to it it is set in the pillars of eternity universe because again pillars of eternity is also by obsidian mm-hmm. so expect people whoever have played pillars of eternity to find similarities or straight up story well continuations or something mm-hmm. that will definitely be very interesting to check out and i'm definitely looking forward to it okay so after award we have um we're going to shift slightly into the ubisoft zone which i don't know it's it's kind of a mixed bag honestly far cry 6 Ooh. uh so the cinematic trailer was amazing mm-hmm. ubisoft has always hit the ball out of the park with the cinematic trailers and this one is no less and it really got me hyped for the game but knowing how the last few far cries have turned out i'm really not that hopeful mm-hmm. but let's just say i have set my expectations low so whatever it is i can i'll be moderately disappointed at the worst ah <laughs> uh, yes so i feel like one of the things that made me um kind of cringe at far, the later series of far, like later far cry games was the fish out of water element on it like far cry mm-hmm. primal far cry 5 and even far cry 4 for that matter far cry 4 was kind of a weird game altogether but far cry mm-hmm. primal and 5 were really like this fish out of water concept where you just don't belong to where to your setting and you kind of adjust to it mm-hmm. i haven't fully played them i've only like played a little and i've watched a lot of reviews so what i understand is far cry 6 kind of like turns away from that mechanic mm-hmm. and like and that's that's just people speculating from the trailer but what i like about this is that the trailer was great and it's coming out in march like mm-hmm. march 2021 will have the game which is better considering so far 2021 has only two confirmed games from this list sick which is deathloop which is all the way in may and uh far cry 6 so yeah mm-hmm. i am looking forward to far cry 6 because i like the far cry series in general far cry 3 has a lot of memories Mm-hmm. and yeah i hope the multiples of 3 do well well third time is the charm third time yeah every third time is the charm i guess <laughs> well let's <laughs> hope so and uh, while we're on the topic of uh, far cry 6 and ubisoft um let me indulge you in some rainbow 6 quarantine so we were just discussing about this one to me so mm-hmm. what i asked aman just before this was that is it it's going to be a side grade to the game right to the pre existing rainbow six siege that is because the developers have committed to a 10 year life cycle and what not and we're just halfway through of it i don't see it, see them ditching the game so soon at least mm-hmm. and also they're putting a lot of work into the game so then aman told me go on tell me aman well that, that was a very weird but appreciated segue <laughs> rainbow six quarantine is kind of a different game altogether if you look at sort of the page that epic games has for it which is the only place where you find a page for it at all like a product page for it um it's all sort of like what do you call it it's a first person tactical co-op shooter where you have a team of 3 and you're fighting against what looks like zombies to me mm-hmm. and you get the same characters from the say 6 siege universe like the rainbow 6 universe 
which is your normal operators as you do and rainbow six yeah. has a history of doing that which is cool i guess everyone has their abilities etc etc and what mm-hmm. neelak pointed out after listening to this explanation was that it looks like a left for dead 2 but rainbow six and i am i agree although i am still not sold on how they'll continue to keep the game fresh because it'll still be like you play it once you go play through all the missions and then you're like done they so, might have it as a pve well grindy game in which you can upgrade your weapons or craft new things i mean left for dead 2 has been relevant till matlab for a very crap long time, ton yes. of time yeah but then again left for dead 2 was how many games exist like left for dead 2 i mean a, a, another thing you can put up is left for dead 2 did have a pvp game mode that's true although that's if true. you if you think about it even rainbow six quarantine uh, at least what we know about it there is possibility for it to have a pvp oh yeah that's for sure i feel which like is definitely yeah. yeah which is not going to be a tactical game mode per se which is more so going to be like you are the well the people the mm-hmm. humans and against you are the zombies ha it could probably be like the pvp modes from left for dead 2 where you have to like take down as many zombies as you can and sabotage the other team maybe Mm-hmm. So it could be like that but I feel like if they make a PVP mode where you just have like 3v3 kill each other that would just become like a rainbow six siege now zombies or like now new maps in weird settings or aman again it could just be a couch co-op game oh sure it could it has the potential to do anything we don't know enough because they have released one trailer which is like The, it's not even a trailer it's a teaser with one guy holding a gun and a very shakily and trying to shoot something that's coming towards it through a door we don't even know it's a, if it's a zombie we can't see which operator it is he's holding a gun very weirdly and he's shaking a lot and he's sitting in a laundry room so i i i yeah there's not enough to go by mm-hmm. except maybe that he could get his uh he could get a fresh set of clothes Well, yes. So, yeah, that's that's also it is not it does not have a release date, which is kind of sad because I wanted it to come out soon because then I would get to criticize Ubisoft on what it didn't do again. Mm-hmm. And as a Rainbow Six player, I feel like I have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is slated to come out in like the first quarter of twenty twenty one, but we don't know mm-hmm. yet. Um, moving on. and away from ubisoft because i see no other ubisoft games here mm-hmm. moving on we go to and this is this is very close to my heart as well gotham knights hmm i remember having some very strong thoughts about this when the game was announced and we had just come to know about well the setting of the game mhm so it was it's so the setting of the game is slightly weird it's about the gotham knights as in robin and catgirl and what not yep them uh, yeah them trying to uphold the image of a dar- of the dark knight even after batman is dead yeah right so that is the basic setting which is sure which is pretty nice and the uh so well, yeah yeah what i understand from um like gotham knights and i'm just going to read out what it says Uh you play as the remaining defenders of Gotham City, Batgirl, Robin, Nightwing and Red Hood after the apparent death of Batman. While it does take some gameplay cues from the Batman Arkham series and according to me, spoiler alert, this does build off of the um ending of Arkham Knight where Batman is like not dead per se but like not doing his job. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is more of an action RPG though. focusing on building up your crew of crime fighters and decking them out with new gear. So interesting. It's kind of like the way how Marvel Avengers did. Mm-hmm. The the way that game launched more like it says destiny like territory but I don't know man. Does does destiny I mean the combat look looks very interesting. Yeah. That is something I wanted to point out before I had a brain fart. <laughs> so the combat looks very interesting. We saw the gameplay trailer and it's a very dynamic combat system. Mm-hmm. and you can apparently build your character in multiple ways you can have a robin who is very much into melee you can have a robin who is very much into fist fighting or somebody who uses a well baton mm-hmm. or whatever a bow baton so that yeah. the yeah so the well the what do you, the variety and the 
versatility sounds very interesting if nothing else what i like the what i like about this entire series is batman the arkham series had mm-hmm. combat figured out to the damn dot they had that really really good combat so they i don't think they need to change anything except just port it over to this game without making any major screw ups Mm-hmm. and this doesn't have a release date either but it is set for release in 2021 so mm-hmm. i have a feeling they're going to have a very early 2021 release like a a more info event at some point so yeah i am very very hyped for this there was a another game launch that was slated with the batman games which i don't remember mm-hmm. the name of but uh i think that was uh, set for launch later on in the year yeah that it was it was in the universe right yeah i think it was suicide uh, squad kill the joker kill the justice yeah, league yeah it is some sorry kill the justice league it is something along those that lines that was yeah. a 2022 launch yes and that was apparently supposed to be more um that was supposed to be the actual successor to the arkham series which i never understood but i hope they do justice to it and not make a mess of it like they did with the movies let's hope so let us hope so moving on we have Final Fantasy 16. So Final Fantasy 16 is the successor of Final Fantasy 15 which no is surprise. No surprise. No surprise. But anyway, it is a to anybody who's ever played Final Fantasy, they know how big of a deal it is to the Final Fantasy community which is a huge one. Mm-hmm. It looks to be very interesting. I haven't been too into Final Fantasies. A few of my friends are trying to get me into Final Fantasy and I really want to. It's mm-hmm. just the turn-based combat of most of the games never really interested me. Okay. But let's just hope Final Fantasy 16 changes it up and or maybe not if that's how the community prefers it. <laughs> yeah, well, another interesting point about Final Fantasy 16 and that's basically all I have to add to this is that it is going to be a PS5 exclusive at least at launch. Interesting. at least at launch is the important bit final fantasy 15 was a ps4 exclusive on on launch mm-hmm. but it did launch on pc very soon after i think it's one of those marketing plays where they try to sell more consoles at the get go yeah that is probably what is happening because as we all know ps5 doesn't really have a lot of exclusives as such uh, i mean to be fair they don't have a lot of supply as well so well yes that and the weird part to me is one you can't find the console anywhere two it is not launched yet like the game is not launched mm-hmm. yet 3 if it is a console exclusive then it must launch at some point when the console becomes available so i'm assuming the first or second quarter of 2021 at a maximum if they really want mm-hmm. to capitalize on the whole exclusive thing mm-hmm. so i kind of have a feeling they roll back the fact that it's a console exclusive if it's going to launch anywhere after may or june of 2021 mm-hmm. which means hopefully that this game comes out very early in 2021 let us hope so and well yes i uh, moving on actually mm-hmm. i have a game i'd like to Go introduce for to the list and it is back for blood oof is it so, a 2021 release it is in fact going to launch on june 22nd 2021 oh damn okay so for those who don't know this is going to be the spiritual successor to left for dead 2 and that is all i need to say yep i'm going to say more anyway because that that's that's what i come here to do uh it's made by the same people who made left for dead 2 so essentially it is left for dead 3 and they even put a 4 in between to give you all a clue so go for it <laughs> did the gameplay uh, did the trailer have any gameplay yeah it did it had a bunch of the different type of zombies mm mm-hmm. and don't you remember we sat and watched it together yeah, yeah i did but i thought um, i wasn't paying too much attention because i was like way too into cross court at the time so fair enough it looked a lot like left for dead i was calling either a walking dead successor or a left for dead 3 and like yep. you got it pretty like directly on the head pretty spot yeah. on yeah <laughs> um and actually speaking of ps console exclusives there is going to be another god of war next year Yeah, another God of War, another Ratchet and Clank. Yep, that's the next one. There are a bunch for. Yep. Yeah. It's sad that Very none of them are launch sure. exclusives, but like, that's fine, I guess. I think that's one like stick in the, like stick in the side of uh, Xbox. At least they'll be they'll have time to do something. I mean, on the other hand, even Xbox One doesn't have Xbox. But exactly, they're on the, they're on equal footing here. 
with the Xbox One, yeah. it got pretty much sidelined because of the number of launch exclusives. Uh huh. Even Xbox Series X did not have Halo Infinite as a yeah, launch exclusive. Yeah, so well there. It had yeah. Game Pass going for it. That's pretty much it. That is pretty much it for sure. So, 2018's God of War was a new beginning for the series, from what I remember, mm-hmm. and it's still like one of the best PS4 games, isn't it? It is definitely one of the uh, best PS4 games. and or uh, it's definitely up there with last of us 1 2 and the last uncharted mm-hmm. if nothing else and spider man these are the go to ps4 games which i'd suggest anybody who haven't played to just go through yeah i don't have a lot of thoughts on it because i don't own a con- uh, i don't own a ps5 for one i don't own a ps4 i don't hope to own a ps5 either because god knows i'll ever find it <laughs> Mm-hmm. um and yeah the term ragnarok was influenced was like heavily referenced throughout the previous game and mm-hmm. that means this this might be a this is very obviously a like this is very obviously like a norse based game like norse uh-huh. mythology based game i'm definitely liking the direction god of war is going in because well greek mythology at this point is definitely overdone oh right? yeah for sure and norse is again a very interesting mythology most of the people are well exposed to loki and odin and what not mm-hmm. so it's definitely sort of relatable to people it's kind of weird that you said loki and odin and didn't say the one character that most people would recognize thor thor well there yes uh so yeah uh i think the the fact that they're taking up multiple mythologies and like pushing into it is is mm-hmm. pretty cool although let's be fair Hades did become the game of the year after picking up the same old Greek mythology theory. Well, that is very true. I mean, the crux of Hades is doing the same thing over and over again. So yeah, that makes sense. It's a grindy game. Yeah. I, I see why you're into it. Well, yes. Okay, my last three for this list, and I saved the best for last. One, Halo Infinite. Mm, yes, that is well. The game that shouldn't have been on this list. the game yeah i mean like we are very happy that is holy shit did you see the graphics yeah well i the, the new screenshots have uh, that have come out of 343 have been more uh, what do you call it more hopeful people pleasing sure but i am hopeful because they said they're like delaying it to holiday 2021 which is what november yeah all the way at the end of the I'll- year Although you know, Aman, they do. They are trying to give excuses. We discussed about this, yeah. and I don't think anything stands up to them releasing a gameplay trailer. For that matter, I can run Cyberpunk on like 4K and ultra high settings and take one screenshot. Huh. And and take one screenshot, and you'll be like, "God damn, that runs beautifully." That's true. That's true. That's true. So, I guess uh, the reasoning for the delay was to refine the quality of the game, which is what they said, which is fair, I guess. Mm-hmm. And this is very fair. I really, really hope that uh, their delay is worth it. I'm okay playing mm-hmm. it a year late if it is really worth it. Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot of hopes. Because I was one of the few people who liked Halo Five. Uh, like I liked the story. It was kind mm-hmm. of weird. Halo Four was way better, mm-hmm. even though Halo Four wasn't too liked either. Mm-hmm. But Halo Five was a weird ass adventure. I feel like I wish Halo Infinite does something better with it. and that down the road we have the last two hogwarts legacy oh yes this is a game which i was very hyped for mm-hmm. and i was so glad it wasn't a console exclusive playstation yeah. exclusive on launch it came out during I a sony harping, event that's so yeah. scary yeah i i was i remember harping on to aman about how i don't want it to be a sony exclusive throughout the trailer and it's just because because i the previous games were I don't remember the previous games being on Xbox, were they? No, they were. They were. Okay, so that's just me being ignorant then. But anyway, I played all of the previous Harry Potter games and I loved them. So I found them like when, when I started playing them back in like 2012 or something. I found them too mm-hmm. like kiddish, sort of. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just me not liking the graphics enough. This game though, damn, this looks nice. This does look very nice. The graphics are amazing. The gameplay looks—I uh, don't know if there was enough revealed about the gameplay, but the whole concept looks very nice. And it's not based mm-hmm. on Harry Potter; it's just based on you as a student in Hogwarts. Yeah, Which takes kind of the. It is a—it's becoming like an RPG, right? Which is very interesting because there is a lot of world already built. Yeah. 
and shooting an rpg in there is just very easy to do exactly they're taking a formula that works and they know it works and then just exactly. putting it on a world that they know they work like that no that works definitely something i'm looking forward to very hyped for and this is set for release in like mid 2021 i'm guessing still no dates out but mm-hmm. yeah and i had ratchet and ratchet and clank on the list but a game that you are you'll have more thoughts on which i'm very sure you will is the legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 ah yes ah well legend of zelda breath of the wild 2 something i'm definitely looking forward to i did play breath of the wild 1 very extensively on the switch mm-hmm. and it's a very beautiful game i mean i have no well nothing to point out about the game which i did not like mm-hmm. it's a very nice game and i'm really looking forward to breath of the wild 2 and well i have nothing to say <laughs> Honestly it's we don't really know much about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't. It's there was a trailer reveal at E3 2019 and I don't think the game is going to launch in 2021 because I don't think so. Either. Yeah, but I think it was enough to bring it up because there will be I'm very sure there will be I'm very sure a reveal or something of the sort or some gameplay in 2021. Mm-hmm. I am very 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 hopeful. And Honestly you take a franchise like Zelda which is already so good and you turn the entire mm-hmm. series into a proper open world game in one game mm-hmm. and you do it so well there's a lot riding on Breath of the Wild 2 to, to do a good job for sure and well i hope they bring it to more consoles at this point uh, i i wouldn't be too hopeful nintendo has been very i don't see them doing yeah, yeah i don't see them doing that but i really hope they do Nintendo has been super cagey about how they get their play, like games to work. That is actually very. They true. went from um having their having their games on their own products to phones. No consoles, no mm-hmm. PCs. I'm still emulating a Pokemon game for the most part. Ah, <laughs> uh, very true. So, yes. I don't know, man. And yeah, I think that kind of wraps up our list. Most of the other games that I saw here, Hellblade 2, Starfield, just a second just a second before we get any further i do have actually some more games which i need i like to point okay. out and just just point mm-hmm. out so diablo 4 is a thing is it going to come out next year there are chances it might uh-huh. and uh, along the same lines we have path of exile 2 really path of exile is getting a sequel when it's so well supported yes. which which was supposed to launch early early 2021 but i at this point the community expects it to be delayed to at least q4 which is again perfectly fine and it's not going to be a sequel in the sense that people will stop playing one it's going to be more of a dota 1 to dota 2 shift i mean who it's plays dota 1 right now so dota 1 became dota 2 oh so so that is right, more okay. so yeah it's going to be an internal change more so and Well, ah, I just since it out. is a free game, okay. yeah, yeah. So that is something I'm definitely looking forward to. On the other hand, well, Diablo 4 is a thing, and Diablo 4 is apparently going back to its roots a lot, mm-hmm. which is definitely riding well with the community. Diablo 2 was a much better game than Diablo 3 was. Sure. So yeah, we have that. On the other hand, we have a Mass Effect 5, which oh god, well is yeah. There, I think they're doing a rework before uh, for the first few before they do a Mass Effect 5. I heard about yeah, the I, think that I heard about the remasters of the first few games. Makes sense. That is that would lead very well into Mass Effect mm-hmm. 5. Then we have Overwatch 2 again. Is that really happening? That yeah, that is for sure happening and they have explicitly stated that the servers are going to be the same for both the games. Okay, cool. On at least on launch. So even if you are playing Overwatch 1, you're not losing out on much. Nice. And I think Overwatch was one of those games that just killed itself using its updates. Yeah, so a, a big reason why a lot of people stopped playing Overwatch was that the way that the developers balanced the heroes was not did not ride well with everybody. Mm-hmm. And that is true for most multiplayer games, but let's just say they weren't very appreciative of their community. Honestly, Overwatch was want. huge and it fell so hard after the balances like after the multiple balances that kind of made the game boring and this is like mm-hmm. a bunch of people who, who i know play used to play a lot of overwatch and they told me how boring the game got uh, after a few changes and mm-hmm. i kind of get it like 
it's kind of the kind like it's kind of the thing where sometimes rainbow six siege gets a lot of flack for making balance changes that either break the game or make it too boring and it's mm-hmm. been a thing that's keep that's been keeping me off the game as well because it either feels too buggy or too slow so makes sense yeah i see i see the point there i don't know if overwatch 2 will do like will be self aware about that but yeah remains to be seen yep and okay i read up on path of exile 2 they're adding a new 7 act storyline that is available along the line, along the original campaign and both of them lead to the same shared atlas end game yes so you can, can choose go on on this but i'll let you you yes. can choose to do either of the campaigns every time you start mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's and more so there are a lot of a lot of differences uh, as to how you build your character because a core mechanic of the game which is slotting the gems into your weapons mm-hmm. that is changing ooh okay i i that's pretty much all i know about the game's mechanics which is slotting gems into weapons and if that's changing i'm going to be a stranger to this game very soon yes well that is going to be a big change that'll be fun to watch okay that will definitely be fun so yeah i think is that all for your app uh, for that is it indeed. okay there is going to be more games and we don't have the time to talk about all of them but overall what are your thoughts on the games from 2021 before we wrap up well at least uh, they look at the year in preview mm-hmm. 2021 in preview looks very nice mm-hmm. i just wanted to say that but yeah it looks nice i'm liking a lot of the games which are coming up there's definitely a lot of things which are going to take up my time uh-huh. which is very bad for my career but well uh, very bad for your career let's see you might become a podcaster in which case it's very good for your career indeed a lot of new games a lot of new things to cover uh-huh. that'll be fun that'll be a lot of fun to do i feel like i'm mm. going to be playing a lot of uh, halo at the end of this coming year i kind of had a feeling about this year as well but yeah fable is coming out this year and so is a new remedy game so mm-hmm. there's a lot on the play there's a lot for me to play as well a lot of the games that i wanted to play for years and yeah and well cyberpunk will have fixed all its issues by, Get fixed. by 2021 yeah. <laughs> well let us hope let, huh? let us hope indeed <laughs> and all right that's a wrap this has been the rookie numbers podcast see ya bye bye